Welcome to the 21st episode of the Street Roots Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Von Pouncey. On this episode, we are joined by United States Senator representing the state of Oregon, as well as the Senate Finance Committee Chair, Ron Wyden, who will discuss a big announcement that is slated to take place on July 15th. He also discusses his transition into becoming Senate Finance Committee Chair and what that has entailed. He gives an update on the Cahoots bill and much more. So sit back and enjoy, everybody, as friend of the show, Senator Ron Wyden, joins us. On the line right now, we have friend of the show, United States Senator representing the state of Oregon, Ron Wyden. Appreciate you greatly for your willingness to join me. Every time you make it home to Portland, I know you got a busy life out there in D.C., but when you come home, you always make sure to stop by. So I appreciate you for coming by again. Devon, thank you. And uh, you know how I feel about the show. You're the go-to. Absolutely. You are the the person who uh, gets the word out in the community. There's a lot going on. And uh, let's talk about what you're interested in. But I'll I'll tell you, July 15th is going to be historic, an incredibly helpful day for so many working folks and people walking an economic path. tightrope. And so we got a lot to talk about. And if you want, I'll just start in with that. I'll get back to that shortly, because before we get to that, I know there's a lot going on in regards to climate change. And we've had record breaking heat here. And obviously, you know, when it comes to wildfires, and when it comes to some of the things that we've had to deal with in the state of Oregon in the last year or so, I would imagine many are concerned Um, I think yesterday it hit 117 degrees. Where do things stand right now for you and some of the work that you're doing with climate change here in Oregon, especially following up just a massive heat wave that we had around here? Devon, I've been out at the cooling uh, centers, at the convention uh, center, for for example, and it's striking. Even the folks who have shelter, you know, you've got some older people, elderly widow for example, may have had a small place, you know, over the years, they don't have air conditioning. And so this is unprecedented. And I divide up what we got to do into two um, areas, Uh, measures that will help immediately, and then measures that are going to help going forward. And I'll give you an example. I've got a 21st century civilian conservation corps, where we could put thousands of young people to work in the woods and in these uh, fire-prone uh, areas, they'd mm-hmm. be helping homeowners and small businesses. They see sign of a match being dropped, a burn, hazardous fuels uh, piling up. There'd be a chance to put young people from Oregon to work, and we could do it right now. So I'm pushing very hard to make this part of this economic package that um, is going uh, forward. Also, at my request, President Biden is going to be announcing a major effort next couple of days to step up our effort to deal with what I think is the great threat for Oregon and the West coming forward. Normally, we might have one big fire, and then California and Idaho and Nevada, all our neighbors pitch in, vice versa. We help them if they have theirs. This year, in my discussions with the Biden administration, I've been saying I think there's a real danger that we'll have multiple big fires going on at the same time all over the West. 
And so we're going to need more personnel. Um, we're going to need uh, to have tight coordination between uh, local and state and federal people. And we're going to need the equipment, the tankers and the drones and all that uh, kind of thing. So those are the two steps that would make a big difference right now. Then my climate change bill, I got the finance committee, I'm the chairman, to basically say we're going to throw the energy portions of it in the dustbin of history because most of it was um, big breaks for the fossil fuel guys. So there were 44 provisions before. Under my proposal, we'd have one for clean energy, one for clean transportation fuel, and one for energy efficiency. And it's on its way to the floor of the United States um, Senate. And I'm going to get that in the packages. So steps we can do right, right now, Biden plan, my 21st century civilian conservation corps, and then uh, change in the tax incentives so we don't have so many uh, problems with uh, with carbon. You know, you mentioned you are now the chairman of the finance, the Senate Finance Committee. Um, just sort of what has that transition been like for you, obviously, um, coming off of a rough four years prior to the uh, to the Biden administration and now having to take on and assume this role as the chairman of the finance committee. Um, just what's it been like for you? What are some of the things you're proud of? What are some of the things maybe that you're working on that's been a little bit of a struggle? Just how's that transition been overall? Well, I'm, I'm very proud of the fact that early in 2020, particularly March and April, you know, when folks were told to go home, they were laid off through no fault of their own. I was able to bring billions of dollars to Oregon as the go-to guy for Democrats on the Finance Committee for both our small businesses, the uh, employee retention tax credit, and then that extra $600 per week when folks really didn't have anything coming in to make rent and buy uh, groceries. A lot of people feel that without that help that I led the fight for, I authored those measures, Devon, yeah. Um, Oregon would have been hurting vastly more than we were. And as you know, uh, this was a gut-wrenching experience for thousands and thousands of, of Oregonians. I'm also very proud, and we've touched on it, of uh, the fact that we got a billion dollars for the CAHOOTS program, where we've got the mental health people and the law enforcement people working together. And that's going to be real key to reducing some of the tensions on the street. And then finally, I led the effort to promote telehealth, where particularly folks in communities of color that hadn't had access to these kinds of services and the technologies could get coverage for uh, healthcare needs. And particularly during COVID, it was especially a challenge because we had to take care of both COVID patients and folks who have the normal kinds of very serious problems. Absolutely. You're making this thing easy here for me, Senator, because obviously you mentioned CAHOOTS, which is a model that that was founded and started here in Eugene, Oregon. Um, you know, Portland Street Response now is up and running, which is a similar model. And Street Roots obviously play a, a role in being able to help get that off the ground. Where do things stand? What's the current update? I always ask you when you come on the podcast, what's the current update with the CAHOOTS, with CAHOOTS on a federal level? What is the update. We got the billion dollars and I got it, Devon, embedded in the Medicaid program. That's the federal state um, program that would allow us to use what uh, amounts to a multidisciplinary approach in terms of um, working in the community. 
Um, the states are getting ready to start um, making their applications. It's kind of in the planning process. And then I've been uh, working very closely with Joanne Hardesty at the um, local level because Portland has adopted a slightly different version of the program than Eugene has. Uh, Eugene's was called CAHOOTS, the bill, the formal federal legislation is called CAHOOTS, but between Eugene and Portland, we're out in front uh, of the country and I'm very proud of that. And we got the legislation and then I'm working very closely with Senators Cory Booker and Senator Tim Scott, one of them a Democrat, one of them a Republican, and they both like CAHOOTS and we're gonna be working on that as part of the uh, law enforcement reform effort. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, there was a hearing on the inequalities when it comes to the tax code here. Um, obviously, you've been working on child tax credit and things of that sort. Um, again, we need updates here. What's going on with that and what should people and Americans be looking forward to in regards to the changes that are going to be made when it comes to these inequalities and how it can ultimately affect, affect Black families who are most disproportionately affected in a negative way by some of these inequalities that we've had in the tax code in the past. What I can tell you, Devon, the tax code is broken. It is flat out broken. You got a nurse or a firefighter, you know, helping the community pay taxes with every single paycheck. As we've seen from these unauthorized disclosures recently, the billionaires can get off scot-free. So I'm gonna end that double standard here in these bills um, coming up. One area I'm especially um, proud of is that uh, July 15th will be a historic day because we got through the finance um, committee a major expansion of the child tax credit. And when we make it permanent, Devon, this is going to reduce poverty in America among children 50%. And it is an expanded child uh, tax credit. I'll give you the nuts and bolts of it. It's going to be $300 a month for each child under six, $250 a month for each child over six. So we're talking about $3,600 and $3,000 uh, per year. And for the first time, Devon, in response to a lot of demands from Oregon parents at my town hall meetings and the like, the benefit will be available monthly not just when you file your taxes. Now, mm. if you want to do it at the end of the year, because some people kind of like the forced saving aspect of it, you can do it. But I think a lot of Oregon parents are going to want to get this money monthly because they're on such tight budgets. Last point is the administration of it. Uh, the payment will be deposited directly into parents' bank accounts as they file taxes. And of course, the IRS has that banking um, information. So if you got a pandemic relief check through direct deposit, you're all set. Now, a lot of folks with modest incomes uh, don't have to file uh, taxes, but they can still get the credit, Devon. That's what Talk to me. Do. Talk to me, Senator White. What they do, these low-income families, and I'm really, like today I'm going to be with Mr. Ronnie Herndon and folks uh, in, uh, in Northeast. We're going to be talking about the child uh, tax credit. These folks that don't file taxes, but we want them to get the credit, if they go to childtaxcredit.gov, childtaxcredit.gov, they can hear about how they can get the benefit that they and their children deserve. Absolutely, absolutely. And Senator, 
I cannot let you leave here without us circling back to our usual sports things, the Portland Trailblazers in particular, Senator Wyden. There's a lot of change and a lot of transition happening around the organization. How are you feeling, man? How are you feeling? It's going to be a busy summer, a busy offseason. Um, they hired a new coach recently. Just a whole lot going on. Um, where do you stand on things currently? Well, you you know how how much I, I appreciate uh, uh, the leadership of Dame and CJ and all of our folks. And uh, obviously, we got a lot of uh, challenges uh, in, uh, in the offseason. Seems to me the priorities for the offseason are number one, keeping Dame, because Dame is our anchor. He is our go-to uh, person. He does wonderful work in the community, in addition to being our go-to on the court. So that is number one. And then it seems to me um, we need another talented big who can both shoot and defend. Two-way guy, two-way guy. Two-way guy. That's, to me, um, Devon, that's our our priorities for uh, for the offseason. Absolutely. Well, Senator, I know you got a busy schedule. And as I mentioned at the start of this episode, I appreciate you greatly for always coming up here and just giving us an update whenever you make it here into town. Uh, Stay hydrated. I know you're back home right now. We're obviously dealing with this heat wave and keep up the good, powerful work that you're doing out there in Washington, D.C. as well. Well, Devon, thanks so much. And uh, it's really always enjoyable to be on your show. And the fact that you're speaking directly to these community concerns like the wildfires and the child tax credit and the like, that's what people want to know about. So let's just put this show, I guess we're wrapping up for today. Uh, Devon, if I can use my limited influence back there. I'm going to ask unanimous consent to come back on your show and do it soon. And I'm just going to say we passed it right now. Hey, absolutely. Friend of the show, Senator Ron White, ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between. Thank you so much for joining us, Senator. Thanks, Devon. Talk to you soon. Soon.